You're listening to episode 69 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hey there, thanks for joining me today on this Tuesday for this week's episode of Alexa in Canada, episode number 69. Now, if you are at all familiar with surveys, and I think we all are, uh, and in particular services like SurveyMonkey, which I'm sure you're familiar with as well, then you are going to be very interested in our guest today. Our guest today is Stuart Crane. He is the founder and CEO of Voice Metrics, and they basically help businesses get their key information by voice. Now, one of their products does actually feed these businesses with their KPIs, their key performance indicators by voice. But he also has recently launched a new product, Surveys by Voice or SurveyLine. And this product allows people, businesses, whoever really, to create a survey and send it out through voice assistance. So this is now taking this layer of voice technology and bringing it to surveys. And when you really think about it, when you're getting information from someone, it just makes sense that we should be able to do it by our voices. So this is really, really interesting. I love the concept of what Stuart is doing. And he has come on the podcast today to tell us a little bit more about it and how you could potentially try it out as well. So without any further ado, let's jump into the podcast here. I want to welcome Stuart Crane onto the Alexa in Canada podcast. Hey, Stuart, it is great to have you here on the Alexa in Canada podcast. Thanks so much for joining me and the listeners today. Well, thanks for having me, Terry. Hopefully we can start off here. We, I mean, we've got lots to talk about today. I know you're, you're, you're doing some very interesting things in, uh, in voice technology, and we're going to get into all that. But maybe we can first start off with you uh, just introducing yourself a little bit. Tell us a little bit about who you are and your background. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So my name is Stuart Crane, and I'm really getting into into voice technologies in the last couple of years. Um, my kind of claim to fame is running a software company for uh, 20 plus years in the specialty pharmacy market. So we uh, develop software for infusion pharmacies, specialty pharmacies, and had that for about 20 years. It was a very successful company and ended up selling that in 2013 uh, to a large healthcare software company. And then since then, um, I really got into um, the Amazon Alexa and uh, uh, Google Assistant, really learned a lot about voice. So I thought maybe there's a way to make a business around voice. So since my background is in software and in um, you know systems, there was a lot of metrics and KPIs that we could track. So um, I created a company called Voice Metrics. And what it does is allow businesses to connect uh, their business information to voice so they can get updates, say, every morning about what's happened the previous day, what were sales, how many orders, how many signups did we have, and it could be specific to whatever they want to know. So that's kind of the the core of, of voice metrics. And then since that time of starting the company, we've branched off and built all kinds of voice applications uh, around things that we've learned about. So voice metrics is the company. I've had a lot of fun uh, just learning a lot about voice and uh, bringing it to, to the marketplace. Fantastic. I'm always interested at, at this stage when we're still r- relatively early in this in this voice technology 
ecosystem, if you will. What what kind of got you interested in voice? Like, what did you find was so compelling about it? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it, it's interesting because it goes actually way back to the 80s um, when I really got interested in listening to things in my car on cassette tapes and uh, and I would hook up things to listen to MP3s. And then I got into podcasts really big and just I've always been interested in, in voice recognition. Well, how could the computer understand what you're saying? So drag and dictate and these things I was really interested in. Um, but one year, I think it was 2014 Christmas, I got an Amazon Echo for Christmas and it was just coming out and I, I was and I didn't even open it for a couple of weeks after Christmas, but I opened it one day and I and I put it on my kitchen counter, plugged it in and started using it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I couldn't believe, I mean, obviously the, the Siri had been around for a while, but, but when you're standing there talking to this device and it's doing such a good job of understanding what you're saying, and even with music playing, you could tell it to do things. And another thing, Terry, I was really big into for many years, for from this really the 80s and 90s, many years into smart home and home automation. So oh, yeah. I have a very large, house. I have over a hundred smart devices in my home that are all connected with um, hub and, and I've been doing that for so long. And then all of a sudden when I get the Amazon Echo, it said, oh, well, you could connect it to your smart home devices. And now I'm turning on and off lights. I'm setting up automations and telling it to open shades and close the garage door. And I'm just like, this is just so cool. So Really, it's just I love voice and I love audio and that I, I've always had, you know, the headphones and Bluetooth and and followed all the technologies around voice. So it was just kind of perfect when the Amazon Echo came out. I just really fell in love with the device. But then since then, it's really neat to follow voice in general because it's not just the smart speakers. Uh, obviously, Amazon and Google, they're trying to put these voice assistants into every different mode, whether it be into the TV or in your car or all these devices so that's been kind of fun to follow and see where that's going to go that's great yeah it seems that people have this sort of aha moment at some point when you turn on you realize what this thing can do and this light bulb goes on and it's like wow this is uh this is the future so yeah i can certainly uh get a sense of that from from your experience so exactly so let's let's talk a little bit more about um, about what you're doing now so you've as you mentioned you've got voice metrics and this allows businesses to get these KPIs, but you've also got another product that is relatively newer. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, so the one we just came out actually in conjunction with the Alexa conference in Chattanooga, Tennessee is when we released it, is called SurveyLine, Surveys by Voice. And it's actually not hard to explain. Essentially, it is a way for anyone, any company, organization, or even individual to create a survey, kind of like you do with SurveyMonkey or SurveyGizmo. You go in there and you put your questions in there, and it can be multiple choice, free form, yes, no, um, uh, ratings and all that. So you have all these questions that you put in there. And then instead of sharing out the survey with a link to your survey monkey or, or to a web page or a mobile, you basically immediately make it available on Alexa or Google Assistant. So your participants or your audience can take the survey using um, their voice assistant. Um, so, and it's called survey line. So the skill is out there, um, in Alexa, it's called survey line. And it's really nice because you don't have to enable 
the skill. And that's something that Amazon has changed here in, in about a year or so ago. I uh, used to have to go into the app and then find a skill and enable it. But now most of these skills, if you just say open skill name or launch or start skill name, they just run. So what's great about SurveyLine is anyone can create these surveys and instantly people can, their audience can take them just by saying open survey line, and then they give it the name of the survey. Um, then we can also white label them or brand them. So if you want to take the survey line out of there and it would be say, you know, open Best Buy survey or start the Geico insurance survey or whatever the brand happens to be. Um, so it's a platform very similar to SurveyMonkey where you just go in, create your survey, and then it's available to take by voice. And if you think about it, Terry, um, surveys have actually been available by voice really since um, you know, 20, 30 years ago on telephones when hmm, they yeah. introduced IVR. So it's not really a stretch to think that um, surveys can also be done not just by, you know, obviously clipboards and people talking and writing things down. And now, obviously, the web is huge for surveys. It's just massive. It can also, I think, move to voice and voice assistance. So we are really focused on building this platform out so it can do all kinds of capabilities uh, like branching and logic and conditional responses, all these things that, you know, traditional surveys need to be able to do. And then the neat thing we just added to SurveyLine is the capability to do real voices. And what that means is that uh, most Alexa skills or Google Actions are the voice of Alexa or the voice of the Google Home. And so with um, recording um, a voice talent, we can swap out Alexa's voice. So when you take the survey, the entire survey is actually being conducted by the voice talent. So think about progressive insurance. They might have flow uh, basically do the survey or uh, Geico would have the gecko with the British accent huh. or Kentucky Fried Chicken could have Colonel Sanders do it. So really it takes the Alexa voice out of it so it's not so robotic. Um, so then you start to look at brands to say, wow, you know, my survey's online. They're like, go here and fill this out and blah, blah, blah. Well, now it's like this is an actual conversation that you're having with their brand and their voice. So, so yeah, it's been fun to build that. And um, there's obviously a lot more that we, we want to add to it and, and make it do. But um, we got a really good reception of the product at the Alexa conference. And then we're seeing things that it can do just for consumers, you know, all the time. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah, you just, I've got, I've got so many questions about this. I, first of all, I have to say, I really love that idea, like the examples you gave of being able to talk to the brand. Because as you know, I mean, the whole idea of audio branding, sonic branding is huge now. And this is a way that you can really, really bring that to life, bring your brand to life. I love that idea. Yeah, it's, it's, it made mo so much sense when we built it. We're like, well, why can't it be, you know, the real person's voice? So in the app, and it's surveysbyvoice.com, when you go to the app, it's a web app, just like SurveyMonkey, where you go to web app, you actually have a, a um, microphone or a record icon right there, and you click it, and you just say, allow your microphone access, just like every other app. And you can record all these um, uh, questions and responses all within the app, and then when, when it's available to your participants, they just hear your voice or your voice talent's voice. So yeah, that's just like makes total sense with the whole sonic branding thing that, that's, that's hitting. That's fantastic. Just sort of take me through this. So I say I'm a, I'm a brand and I want to create a voice. So I log into your app. Uh, I go there and I see that I've got, uh, you know, uh, different options, different types of questions, like you were saying, multiple choice or uh, free form questions. And so I have the option of now having this 
this question being asked in the voice of the voice assistant, or I can record it. And once that's done, I've created all my recordings or, or I've created my questions. How do I then actually deploy that? Do I have to know how to deploy that or is that done by you? How does that work? Yeah, that's a good question. So basically, um, right out of the gate, it's available on the survey line skill. So if you, so all of our surveys that anyone can create at any time, they basically have to name the survey. So you would name the survey, um, let's say it's Skyline Chili, if it's a brand or whatever. You have to give it obviously a name that doesn't conflict with another survey that we have in there, but we're very early in the stages, so everything's pretty much available. So so just for take, for example, Skyline Chili. You would name your survey Skyline Chili Survey or just Skyline Chili or what have you, and immediately, as soon as you're done in our app creating the survey, anyone can say, um, Alexa, start survey line and then survey line runs and it comes up and says what survey would you like to take and then you say skyline chili and it will start now if skyline wants to brand that we can create a skill and push it into the um alexa skill store by getting it certified and it would be called skyline chili survey or something like that so then the user just has to say start skyline chili survey um, and that's just a matter of us branding it for them and making it available in the Alexa skill store. Um, so that's kind of how it works. So what's nice about it is immediately after you create your survey, it's ready to go. And then we actually have an announce function. It's called the announce function. And you click it and it creates kind of a, you know, uh, a clipboard text. And you can put it to Twitter, or LinkedIn, Facebook, or you can put it into text or email. So just like SurveyMonkey, when you share your survey and you send out, say, an email, or you put it out there, you can do the same thing with survey line. It's just a bunch of text that says, this is how you start this survey. And instead of clicking on a link and taking it with your, your web page or a web browser, you basically just say to your voice assistant, you know, start the survey. And it tells you exactly how to start it. Um, so yeah, so out of the gate, you have to say open survey line and then you tell it the survey name. But if you want to get a branded one, we can brand it exactly for the invocation that you want. That's great. It's nice to have that that option for sure. And then what about as the brand? So somebody takes the survey and now I want to go and I want to look at those responses. So how how does that work? How do I see how do I see what people are saying and how, what sort right. of format does that come back to me as? Yeah, so good question. So basically in the app itself, um, similar to SurveyMonkey, when you create your survey, you have a survey name and you have all the questions in there and then in that same area, you have a button called results. And when you click the results button or to click or link, it basically opens up a grid or a, and it shows you all of the results of all of the people that have taken the survey. Now it's anonymous in, in the first go around because we don't know who these people are taking the survey. Um, and then we're working on things that we can allow that to happen. But basically each row uh, is is a respondent and it shows every question and exactly what they answered and then you can export to Excel or CSV you know your typical export to spreadsheet um, and then that you can do whatever you want with so it's it's similar to uh, you know these survey tools like SurveyMonkey Survey Gizmo where all the answers are essentially logged out into a spreadsheet or a CSV. That's great. That's great. I'm curious about the free form answers. How are those recorded? Do you get the um, the audio? That, do you get the actual audio file that the person's recorded, or is it a, is it converted to text? How does that work? Yeah, it's converted to text. Now, the reason we don't get the audio files is this is a very lockdown function of 
um, Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant, they are very, they basically will not allow any recordings of any skill, of any capability to go out you know, into the world. And there's, you know, every once in a while that happens and there's a big hoopla. Yeah. So they're big on privacy. So they will never allow um, recordings to be available through any third party skills or even their own. So what we do for Freeform is basically whatever you say just gets converted, you know, speech to text and it's stored then in the database as whatever they said in text. So, you no, know, you don't get the, the MP3 or the recording or their inflections of their voice, which, you know, I think some of our customers at some point are going to want that, and that's something that would be nice. But you know, it's kind of also a plus in the privacy area because the person taking the survey, they're not worried that it's being recorded and so forth. So, um, so right now, it's um, it, it, that's how it works. That's great. What are, uh, are are there some examples that you can perhaps share with us in terms of use cases or success stories of using the the tool so far? Yeah, so basically we're, we're testing out with a lot in a lot of different areas. We're creating ones like in healthcare patient satisfaction surveys and some of the um, you know drug usage surveys um, in that sort of area. In the area of um, retail, we're we're creating ones for visits to stores and restaurants and so forth. So we're basically creating a lot of examples. Now we are working with a very large global market research company, and they are basically wanting to use it for all of their clients. That's what they do is surveys. You know, they're basically a market research firm, and they want to be able to deploy it to their clients and say, well, we have a. You can do it by voice now using you know Echo Dots and so forth. So um, they're taking it to their clients, which are consumer products manufacturers that are doing um, basically uh, surveys of their consumers. So that's been kind of neat. But it's very early days. We're, we're pitching companies like these digital agencies. You mentioned Sonic Branding. So we're talking to the agencies. Now, the agencies basically work for the brand. So the companies farm out typically their, their activities like marketing and branding and, of course, the surveys. So we'll probably target more the digital agencies and the market research companies rather than the brands directly because they would just you know use these third-party companies to do that. So, so that's um, who we're talking to there. And then there's a lot of fun people are just doing it. They're creating surveys and pushing it out to their coworkers or even their families just to kind of play with it and put surveys out there by voice. And there's some people putting out there, what, did you like my dinner last night? How was the cooking? (laughs) You know, so there's people doing that. And and again, it's really early days. We haven't done a lot of marketing, but we're going to have a push this spring and summer to get it out there and maybe even try to have Amazon, you know, pro file us and so forth. So I think we're going to get a lot more usage once the word gets out. That's great. I imagine the goal here is to become like you, like you said, right? Like the, the sort of survey monkey of voice surveys. Yeah, I think if we can build the product to a certain point where this is really working well and it's so natural, and then potentially we could even interface with the survey monkeys where you can convert it to voice and so forth. I mean, yeah, we definitely think there's a lot of potential. We're also working with the APL, which is the Alexa presentation language. And really what that is, is for the Echo Shows, um, for the Fire TVs. And so we see, and this is down the road, this is not something that's going to happen next week or even maybe this year or next year, but down the road, we could see people, you know, they're watching TV, they're watching American Idol and say, hey, take our survey by voice with your Alexa device. And it could be 
powered by our technology where they just say, you know, start the American Idol survey. And it basically is just like two questions. It wouldn't be long, right. but they could do it that way because um, we've basically got it working now on the Fire TV, on the Echo Show. So it's really just a matter of, you know, getting it out there. But yeah, you're right. We, it'd be great to be kind of the survey monkey for voice. Wow. There's a lot of uh, potential there when you start thinking about those sorts of creative ideas of ways that you can incorporate the surveys by voice into what people are already doing in their daily lives and just having this another added dimension of interactivity. I think that's great. Yeah, and we, we're going to the Voice of the Car Summit, um, which is um, in San Francisco in April. And so where does the car fit into this? You know, you, you go to a lot of these um, – drive-through uh, restaurants, you go to Taco Bell and on every receipt, it says, take our survey. Well, nobody really takes them because right. they have to go to their computer, type in this long URL and go through that. And I've done it a couple times just to get that. And I converted one to tell the bell. So you could do open survey line and then say, tell the bell. Cause that's what they call it. The tell the bell survey. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, you know, if you're in your car as Alexa and Google Home and even Siri get, you know, we, we don't have it working for Siri, but once these voice assistants get really pervasive in the car, then we could definitely see people, you know, when they're leaving a fast food or you leave the, the, the movie theater and on your ticket, it says, hey, take our survey. Why not in the car? Just, you know, take it there. Um, so, and then Spotify obviously has done these acquisitions of these podcasts and so forth. So on the podcast at the very end, it could say, take our voice survey. Cause you may be listening to the podcast or the, the streaming, whatever it happens to be radio, basically with your voice assistant anyway. So the surveys would be right there available to you as people get more comfortable using, uh, voice assistance in the car is, is definitely a big area as well. You just got the the gears here spinning in my in my head here with just having a podcast and having a flash briefing and ways that you know maybe I could even engage the listeners of this podcast afterwards you know take the survey about what you just heard and have some questions. right and that's something we're trying to target as well the the skill developers who have skills and then like you said the flash briefing um, skills that are out there at the end and and they already do that on NPR so if you get the NPR flash briefing at the very end of that. They always say, take our smart survey. Now you have to take it online, you know, at a web page, but it makes most sense to just take it by voice. So uh, we're actually working with um, Amazon with their skill to skill connections. So it can transfer from your skill right into our skill, which is survey line. Um, that's in beta right now, the skill connections. But yeah, absolutely. I think the, um, the, flash briefings could say at the end, hey, if you want to, you know, want to take our survey, just say this and, and have it done by voice. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. Hey, Stuart, well, this is really exciting stuff. I think you're doing a great job. Um, where can the listeners go to uh, to learn more about what you're doing? Okay, probably best place is just go to surveysbyvoice.com. That's www.surveysbyvoice.com. And they can see, you know, kind of how it works and uh, even create surveys themselves and uh, works really well. Fantastic. Hey, well, thanks again for spending uh, some of your time here. I really appreciate that. And I'm sure the listeners do too. I think this is a great, great product. And I look forward to, uh, to following along and see, uh, see how this develops over time. All right, great. Thanks a lot, Terry. Well, there you have it, huh? Pretty, pretty cool product, I have to say. I'm really impressed with what Stuart is doing. If you have a need to create a survey or if you want to just 
create one for fun, like Stuart was saying, and send it out to some of your friends or family, then you should really check it out. As usual, I will have the links to what Stuart has uh, commented on and, of course, links to the survey uh, platform, SurveyLine, in the show notes. And you can find that at alexaincanada.ca slash 69. Now, just sign off by saying if you have not yet had a chance to leave a review for the podcast and you feel so inclined, uh, they are very much appreciated. They do help the podcast to grow and it helps to expand listenership. And one of the things I'm actually thinking about is now with Stuart's input, maybe I should be creating some surveys around my podcasts to get a, to get some further feedback from you, the listeners. So I'm just realizing that's very meta, isn't it? Get a survey, collect information about if I should do a survey. Well, I'll have to think that one through a bit. Anyway, uh, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Go check out all the links at alexaincanada.ca slash 69. I'll talk to you very soon. She's got got skills. skills.